Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Hi, welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. Welcome to episode 47. I am one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. And I'm Josh Roar. What's happening? Woohoo! Happy new week. <laughs> week after Memorial Day. <laughs> well, you really nailed right. that one. You could just edit that part out. Okay. Nope. Never mind. All right. So we have some new meets on the calendar in Georgia. We have the USA Powerlifting Atlanta Open in Mableton, Georgia on the 26th of June, coming up right around the corner. And then in August, on August 28th, we have USA Powerlifting's 2021 Lifting the House in Ringgold, Georgia. On 12-4, we have USA Powerlifting Savannah Winter Classic in Savannah, Georgia. This was rescheduled from the Georgia Spring Open. And then in March, we have the USA Powerlifting Military Police and Firefighter Nationals of 2022, Georgia, run by... Oh, sorry, 2022. You're right. So I don't next have year. My, my years right. This next year. Yep. Boy, get it straight. All right. So in March of 2022, yep. powerlifting military nationals yep. run by Dave Goodwin. And that's a lot on the schedule. I mean, it's like all of a sudden things are coming back to life. So yeah. powerlifting, yeah, we're back. We're back. Those last three popped up in the last week or so. So that's kind of cool to see good stuff. And then right. uh, one of the other new updates that just got sent to the lifters going to nationals in Daytona is that masks will be optional at this point because they lifted the restrictions down in Daytona. So that is, uh, that is new as of like a day or two ago. So you heard it here. (laughs) You heard it here first. Powerlifting news. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. All right, yeah. so we uh, we decided to do a fun tournament with our top five 80s albums list that everybody put together. I think we briefly talked about it last week. Um, we posted on social media that we were going to have the voting on Saturdays, and I did not post anything on Saturday. I completely forgot. So we will start the voting this coming Saturday. Um, so we'll kind of go through everybody's I basically did a random assignment for the rankings to determine like what, what seed you are in the tournament bracket. Um, So basically, you know, we'll have everybody's list posted with the voting so you can see what their album list looks like, but just for the breakdown of the tournament, um, the rankings we'll go through real quick. Again, these are randomly assigned. So the number one ranking was Cindy Yeager. So she actually gets a bye week. So she automatically advances to the first to the second round. She does not even have to be participatory in the voting of round one. Uh, Number two was Eric Cordero. Number three, uh, Steve Fortenberry. Number four was Chris Elmore. Number five was Stacy Metcalf. Number six was Ben Green. And number seven was Amy Pancake. Um, So that's going to be one side of the tournament. The other side of the tournament, obviously, we'll do this at the end is just you guys are going to get to vote between me and Laura. Uh, whoever of the host has the better has the better um, the better list. But basically, so the first round of the of the listener tournament, how it's going to go, it's going to be number four versus number five. 
So it'll be Chris Elmore versus Stacy Metcalf. And the winner of that one will face Cindy Yeager in the second round. Um, the other, the other bracket, I'm going to say the other, other part of the bracket, it's going to be number two, Eric Cordero versus number seven, Amy Pancake. And it'll be number three, Stephen Fortenberry versus number six, Ben Green. So three people will advance to round four. That ain't right. Three people will advance to round two. <laughs> um, and basically, we're just going to do that every Saturday. So round two will be the following Saturday, et cetera. Um, and then we'll have championship weekend. So the listeners, it'll be the, the top two listeners head to head. And then it'll also be Laura and I. You guys will get to vote. Um, basically, what we're going to do. So participate in the voting. Um, whoever wins the listener bracket, uh, we're going to give them $25 worth of team roar apparel. And then the winner of the listener bracket is going to face the winner of Laura and I, and if the voters vote that the listener winner is better than Laura and I's winner, then that becomes $50 worth of apparel instead of 25. So, so they, the winner is actually the people that's made their list made the list yeah gotcha yep so people that are on the list recruit your friends to vote for you and you'll be able to vote twice we'll do it on the team roar instagram and the pl ballads instagram so technically everybody can vote twice so if powerlifting is important to you and music during powerlifting is important to you make sure you vote and you got a friend on this list that you want to get them some free apparel then vote for them then vote and, you know, of course, vote for me because, um, you know, my songs are better. Because I'm better than you and I know it. Yeah. <laughs> the trash white, talk white, has started. White Goodman. <laughs> Dodgeball. <laughs> yes, because I'm better than you. Very nice. Anyway, right, so that's going to be fun. fun. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to run that the next few weeks. I, there may be a week off because uh, we're going to be at Nationals for a week, which starts on Monday. So there's a good chance that um, actually that'll end up being championship weekend. So championship, there's going to be a bye week. We'll just go ahead and say that. So we're going to have round one voting this weekend, round two voting the following weekend, and then there's going to be a bye week during Nationals, I believe, and then we'll try to get the voting the following I don't know. We're going to play it by ear. We're going to do yeah. a seat of our pants like everything Just vote. Else. Yeah. Go on the line. Whenever it gets posted, it gets posted. <laughs> but we're going to try yeah. for Saturday. Because <laughs> oh, we're so official. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's awesome. All right. So, powerlifting situation. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, Josh Rohr. You have a training partner that's been competing raw for three years. And they tell you, hey, I think I'd like to try this equipment thing. What do you think about it? What's your opinion, Josh Rohr? What advice and resources do you give them? Well, first of all, I'm all for it. Um, but I guess resources and advice would be <laughs> prepare to be frustrated at the beginning. Um, it, it's not something you just put on gear and it magically makes you lift a lot more weight. I think, you know, find people that have competed in gear and maybe has some old gear that you can try because you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on stuff on, on new stuff because it's, you know, it's harder to learn really tight gear. 
So I would find some older, maybe looser stuff to, to practice in first, <clears throat> excuse me, and to not, not break the bank right away. And then just, you know, be patient with it because it takes time. Um, you know, that, that's the biggest thing I can say is like, you know, just be patient with it and go for it. That's kind of very arbitrary advice, but. Yes, I agree. Well, I would say be prepared to fall in love with it and to, to um, have powerlifting take on a whole new outlook just because it just makes it so much more interesting. It's just like a whole nother layer of exploration. And yes, you can't speed through it. Tighter doesn't always mean better, even as an experienced lifter. I've as experienced as I got. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I did learn that tighter is not always better because it's just not always better. You, you got to find that right place, start loose, get tighter. Um, and no one told me that it kind of hurts. Like physically it kind of hurts and I'm not trying to scare anyone, but like, I think that was a surprise to me. Like I, I thought when people walked out funny to the platform and had that scowl on their face, they were just, you know, getting mean and serious. And now it's because wraps hurt <laughs> and that squat suit kind of hurts and you got to get past that level. And it's, it's not a scary thing as you get used to it. Like you start out loose and you kind of get more accustomed to it and you have to be kind of a special kind of weirdo. <laughs> to really embrace that there's nothing someone told me this early on there's nothing like being in tight gear at the bottom of a squat there's nothing like it yeah yep and it's one of those things like you know you know some of the pain and stuff you mentioned yeah it's just that's another level of mental fortitude that you gotta have and, and you know aspect you gotta manage it just yeah i love it so many more variables. Yeah. And be prepared for bench shirts to not feel like bench press anymore. Like benching in a shirt versus bench pressing raw feels like a totally different animal to me still. It's just, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like, are we doing the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. I, and I have gotten to the point where I have wanted to take a stack of my bench shirts and light them on fire. Um, I think we've I all didn't. been there. Yeah, we've all been there. And and when you go equipped, you will probably experience that. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. I, yeah, it's it's a special, it's special. We'll just leave it at that. But yeah, I think it's important to, you know, have have the level of expectation, I guess, that you know, things are gonna be difficult and there's gonna be a lot of challenges with it. So, you know, just as an example, like you know, if you misgroove a shirt in the bench a little bit, it can go, you know, way wrong real fast, but that might mean you only did like 1% wrong. So even though it looked like a terrible miss, like you may have been right on the edge of getting it just right. So like, it's very frustrating in that way because you can be so close, but yet be so far off. Right. All the little it, things mean so much more. Yeah. It'll make you a better lifter for yeah. sure. Um, but it, it takes some time and it's, it's so interesting. Yep. And we get know. a training partner that knows what they're doing when it comes to helping you with gear. Cause having 
the blind leading the blind I, would be difficult. It'd be interesting. <laughs> yes, it'd be difficult, not impossible, because I think people can learn in a different way that way. But if you happen to have the uh, option to have someone who knows gear and how to put it on and how to adjust it, because adjusting it, you know, little adjustments make a big difference. Yeah. Um, whether it's, you know, tightness of your straps or, you know, your, your around your hips and your squat suit or just putting your sleeves on different, those little adjustments are big. Yep. But Agreed. I'd say prepare to take a ride because it's awesome. Prepare to take a ride. Yep. For sure. All right. We'll move on to our new lifter tip. Tip of the day. If you're getting ready for your first meet, educate yourself as what you can expect on meet day. Some options to do this are to read the rule book, get a coach, talk with a seasoned lifter, attend a meet as a spectator, and volunteer at a meet. Agree or disagree? Mm, agree. Um, yeah, and there, you can add a whole lot of things to this list, I think, as well. But I think the big thing is, like, you got to do something. I mean, you should do, should do at least one of these, preferably all of them. Um to really understand what you're getting into that way you're not making, you know, quote unquote, rookie mistakes. Um, yeah. I think all of these are, are, are good options. Absolutely. And practice the commands. Practice the commands. I would add to that. Cause I see a lot of people just roll up to meet day. I mean, you see this sometimes with people that are like, Oh, you know, squat bench and deadlift is so awesome. I'll try my max three times. Um, you know, just to get into a meet and just know what you're getting into. Like take, take it slow, make sure you know the commands, you practice them and know what to expect, what everything kind of means. You won't know what everything means on meet day, first meet day, you just won't. But after first, you know, the first meet, maybe you'll have a clue. Yeah. And I, I, I like the part, you know, attended as a spectator or volunteer too, because there's, there's things that you're going to get from that, that you're not going to get from reading the rule book. Like, you know, the fact that, oh yeah, I guess I will be facing 50 people in the crowd staring at me. Like you don't necessarily get that from the rule book, but when you go to a meeting, now, you know, that that's what you're going to experience. You can kind of, you know, at least mentally plan for that. So it's not mm -hmm. freaking you out when you get up there the first time. Yeah. And I've, I've had a lot of uh, lifters or, you know, potential lifters say to me, well, I can't get on a platform and have a bunch of people watching me while I lift in a, you know, funny onesie. And really you, you hardly notice them. Like uh, <laughs> in that day, you just kind of black out, like, you know, that they're there, but man, I, I don't notice them. So I think that's partly you know, I'm speaking for you here a little bit. I think that's partly knowing what to expect and purposely mm -hmm. not looking at, at the crowd, I guess, too, mm -hmm. because I know a lot of first time lifters when they get there, like, oh, man, like as soon as I walked out, I saw my mom in the crowd and like that totally threw me off. Like, well, mm -hmm. yeah, there's going to be people, you know, faces that, you know, staring at you. So like, just don't make eye contact, like purposely pick a spot above them to look at or, you know, whatever. Um, and like you said, you know, once you get to a certain level of focus too, where, you know, you've done it a few times and you're just so focused on the lift, all of that just kind of blurs out. But like the first time, a lot of times like that, that can catch you off guard. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. It's fun. It's fun. Don't wait. Do it. Do it. Agreed. Do it.
All right. I'm glad well, you agree. Yeah. <laughs> so if right. we didn't, we'd have trouble. We'd have a problem. So we're going to call it there. But yeah, don't forget, we're going to try to get those the voting up online uh, Saturday. So check out the Instagram stories. We'll vote there. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot us an email at plballadspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram at plballadspodcast. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.